Hello and welcome to the Party Center Speaks podcast. This is the podcast for family entertainment center and event venue owners, operators, managers, and staffers looking to grow their business. Want to learn more about increasing booking parties, improving facility operations, and other topics? This is the podcast for you. My name is Laura Canales, and I am the marketing manager here at Party Center Software. In this episode, I'm going to interview our incredible social media marketing and sales assistant, Araceli. Araceli joined the team this past March, and I'm so excited to ask her a few questions today so that you can get to know her too. Araceli, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. This is my first podcast, so exciting stuff. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. And uh, Mm -hmm. we have some fun questions here to ask you. So first question, Araceli, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do here at Party Center Software. Yeah, for sure. So I graduated from Towson University. And this is my first, I would say, family entertainment center job in this industry. So I was kind of coming in, you know, open minded, didn't really know what to expect. And I do dabble in social media, so I applied for this role here, and yeah, here I am, and anything that you see on, you know, like on social media, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, you know, all that stuff, like that's, I'm your social media gal over here. But I also dabble in a couple of other things like website design and blogging, so I would say here at Party Center Software, like we wear a lot of hats, so I can't tell you one thing I do, I can tell you a bunch of things that I do, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. That's so true. We all wear many, many hats. Yeah. So um, what, you know, interested you in getting into the FEC industry? And you kind of talked a little bit about how you applied for the role, but did you Mm -hmm. know anything about the industry before coming into it? Or like, what were your expectations? Yeah. So when I applied for this job, I was like, okay, like, what is party center software? So obviously, like, I did some of my research and I was like, oh, okay. Because honestly, like, I didn't really think of, you know, the middleman who does the online booking for family entertainment centers. Like when I go into like Sky Zone or, you know, laser tag, I like look on the like the the tablets, like log in and, you know, like do your party bookings and everything. Um, I was like, so who does that? And so I did more of my research and I found you guys and and I saw that you guys were hiring. So I was like, what better way, you know, to put my foot in the door to get into this industry. And honestly, I just like it just because I'm very family oriented and this is a very family oriented industry. So I was like, I think this is the perfect match for me. And just meeting everyone in this industry just speaks volumes. And I'm really glad that I chose this path. So yeah, I'm really happy with my decision where I'm at right now. Absolutely. So how did you explain your role to your parents and how would your parents describe what you do? Yeah, so when I described this to my parents, they're like, okay, you got a new job. Like, what is it? I was like, okay, it's going to be a social media marketing and it's sales assistant. So like, okay, so like, what are you going to do? And basically they're like, what are you going to do? Like basically like make pictures look pretty and post it. That's how they put it. I was like, gosh, I was like, that hurt a little bit. I do way more than that. It takes so much more effort of like editing and taking photos and having those relationships with customers And, you know, they kind of just see it because they're more like old school, you know, they're not really much into technology. So sometimes it's kind of hard for them to see what the importance is in marketing. So 
Yeah. But now with my dad, he also has a business and I'm like, dad, you have to do this and this and this. So he's like, okay, I kind of see like where I can attract people with having new customers and relationships and really just nurturing people that do business with you. Um, And I think the best way to do that is through social media, because now today's day and age, especially with COVID, you know, this is like the one place you can always reach somebody and create that connection. Absolutely. You're so right. And so what uh, business does your dad do? Yeah, so he owns a bakery. Um, It's a very small bakery. So he wants to expand it. So I'm like, man, you have to get on social media, like send out emails and make sure you have that good customer service. Because right now, like, he mostly just takes um, orders over the phone. So sometimes those things get lost. And then like a customer comes in um, with either being super happy with their product or not. So yeah, I think he would definitely benefit from, you know, going online more, I guess. For sure. Well, you could do some consulting on the side there. Yeah. I mean, I, I did create their website and I did. Yes, um, that's right. I saw that. I, I did. Yeah, I did do that. I did create their website. I had all their socials up and everything, but you know, it's definitely a lot of work, I would say, for just one person. For sure. And it is hard sometimes to get people to buy into marketing or like understand yeah. that it's really sure. one and the same with sales too, you know, like it, it'll help you to get that sale ultimately. Yeah, so I definitely agree. Yeah. So what is the biggest challenge that you're facing right now in your role or maybe with a project that you're working on and how are you tackling that challenge yeah for sure I mean well starting with this party center speaks podcast um I'm going to start interviewing our team so I definitely need to practice my interviewing skills and I do talk I do like talking to people so I think it'll be not super hard but not super easy it'll definitely challenge me a little bit just because like I said this is the first podcast I'm doing like interview wise or just being on one in general. So I think I'm going to learn a lot interviewing others and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be really exciting and I'm excited for everyone to get to know our team also. Absolutely. I know you're going to do a great job because you did great at IAPA. So thank you. I appreciate it. So let's pivot a little bit to some of the new offerings that we have. And you mentioned, you know, you do website design with us as well. So Now that we have website design services, what do you think is like the main benefit of having a good website? Um, I would say the main benefit of having a good website is just really like your customer, when they look at your website, three seconds, they already made their decision on whether they want to go there, they want to be there or not, you know? So that first impression really does matter. And I think that's what really is most important, making sure you have your, you know, clear like book now buttons, um, that it's mobile friendly. Like a lot of the times these, like your customers aren't going to be looking at your website through desktop. It's mostly through their phone. So I would say um, you definitely need to have, you know, mobile compatibility and everything. And, and also I would say the benefit of having a good website is, you know, just your customers seeing what they're like putting out there. You know what I mean? Like if I'm a customer, I want to see what my favorite laser tag is doing, you know, like I want to see if they're, you know, giving back to the community or holding, hosting events. So um, the benefit of having a good website is really just, you know, showcasing what you have to offer. A hundred percent. It's so you know valuable and important, but 
what makes a good website? Like when you look at a website from your design perspective, yeah. what's like the first thing that you notice? Like what really makes or breaks a um, website? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of things that makes a good website. I would say let's start off with the de- definition of good because the definition of good, you know, varies from person to person. So in my definition, I would say the first thing that I look at is just color. Like is is there like bright colors? Is it nice and clean? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see like purples and yellows where I can't, can't even read it. You know what I mean? So I think that's really important. And, but you also don't want to make it super busy. I do believe simplicity is key. You should start with something simple and then build your way up because you don't want to put like, you know, just a bunch of pictures on your site and people not really be able to differentiate like what's going on. Um, I also would say if you're starting out, or if you're even in the business for, you know, however long, I would say like customer testimonials are pretty important just because whenever I visit a website or something, I look at the customer testimonials and be like, oh, is this a good spot to go to? If they have bad customer reviews, like the chances of me going there are slim to none. So I would say that's that's a really good indicator. And also um, just making sure that they have a contact page and you know, your book now buttons, like those pages are pretty important because there's so many times that I've gone on a website and I can't find the way to contact them. And then at that point, I just get frustrated and exit the page. So I would say those are a few factors that are pretty important, but there's so many. So those are the top on my list. For sure, those are really good ones. Um, so let's pivot a little bit to our kind of the second part of the PCS marketing suite, which is our automation tools. Mm -hmm. What is the importance of streamlining your marketing efforts with email automation, for instance, which is one of the Mm -hmm. things that we offer? Um, It makes sense for bigger businesses because they have a lot of customers. But what about for smaller businesses? How can they benefit from those sort of email? Yeah, sure. That's a really good question. I mean, I feel like it really just doing these automations really just helps you learn your like learn about your customers, um, learning about your audience and building those long term relationships with them. You know what I mean? Like building those long-term relationships really go a long way with just, you know, sending an email saying happy birthday, you know, like that, I feel that is really important and very personable. Um, Cause showing that you care goes a long way and that will increase return customers for sure. Absolutely. And that kind of goes hand in hand with also our social media automation. So mm-hmm. You know, what can you automate on social media and what can you not? And why is that important? Yeah. So from my understanding, um, a social media automation tool is really helpful in the sense of posting videos, posting, you know, just, you know, regular graphics in advance. Like that's like key. That's the number one key for an automation tool for social media is posting in advance. Now, that will leave you without the stress, the time, and the effort of doing so, but you don't want to forget, you know, that personal engagement on social media, Um, because with the social media automation tool, you can't necessarily like someone else's picture, comment, or repost their content, so customers want to see that you're also interacting with them, so you know, liking their picture, commenting um, goes a long way. And unfortunately, you can't do that with a social media automation tool. 
So just because you have that tool, you still have to put a little bit of work um, on social media with interacting with others that you want to interact with. For sure. But I feel like you would say that it definitely does cut the time in half of like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, because there's it, so much to do. I mean, I use I use a tool also, and it just helps so much. Um, I don't have to stress for like a month, you know, let's say mm-hmm. if I, you know, bulk edit and everything and my and I like post and everything for like two weeks, I don't have to worry about it for two weeks. And, you know, with the whole like captions and hashtags, you'll have like, I can probably knock it out in like a few hours for two weeks, and then I don't have to worry about it. So it's definitely a weight lifted off your shoulders if you actually get in doing it. And I would say it's a pretty easy tool to use. And it gives you, you know, like editing tools and everything. So yeah, I think that's the most beneficial part of having a social media automation tool is just doing those things in advance. Mm-hmm. 100%. And so tell us a little bit about your experience with just learning about this or both of these new features, these new tools that we're offering now to customers. How did you personally learn how to um, you use these tools because there's definitely like a little bit of a learning curve sometimes. Like yeah, this sure. every- I mean, every single tool that you go into, there's always a learning curve. Um, yeah. Regardless of my background, you know, you still have to learn how to use it. But um, I would say that you were a big help with the videos that you posted with, you know, like you posted like 10 videos for the um, our new tool and everything. But also, you know, just really, I would say the biggest step is really just trying it. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of the times people are just so hesitant on trying a new tool just because they don't know what it is. They don't know how to use it. Like it's that one little step that you just need to go into, you know, the tool, like even if it's on your phone, because we do have um, the automation tool that we do have is mobile friendly also. So even if it's just on your phone, you know, um, you don't necessarily have to go on a desktop, but I would just say just the biggest step for people is honestly just trying it and going in and just, you know, playing around clicking buttons. You might like feel like a little five-year-old on their iPad clicking, but you just have to go in and, you know, like head first, like, doesn't matter if you mess up, like you can't really mess up. Like it's just editing. And I would say, you know, just go in with a fresh mind. And I think it's a really cool tool. It's very beneficial. You know, it's not, it's not hard. I would say it's just, you need to take the time to learn it. And that's how, that's the, that's what I did. I, you know, I created like little mock-up posts and I played around with um, with every single tool, like the graphics tool, putting in different elements, putting in different um, prints and patterns. So um, just if you have the time, play around with it first. Like don't go in thinking that you're going to know how to use it going in the first time. Like you definitely have to play around with it for sure. Absolutely. There's definitely, you know, you have to put that time in. But mm-hmm. overall, it's it, it becomes easier as you go. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would say, you know, practice makes perfect. So and it's a pretty it's a good tool. So I definitely recommend it. Awesome. Well, you know, we have these new offerings, right? Website, email automation, social. So let's take it a step back. You know, we have so many different features that we offer our customers. From your perspective, 
you know, what do you think our customers can benefit the most from? Like what specific feature do you like in our software that you think, you know, like this is great. This would help me grow my business if I, you know, had an FEC myself. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to just take it towards like new, new facilities opening, you know, Um, And I would say like the first thing that you should do is like do some marketing, like marketing is important um, and you'll see it go a long way. And I definitely think using the email automations tool or the social media tool um, automation tool will be really helpful, even if like your business isn't necessarily open, just because, you know, you want to, you know, create buzz before you open and everything. So I definitely think even if you don't have your facility open, so you might not need a point of sale yet. You might not need online booking yet. You might not need, you know, digital waivers yet because you're not even open, but you could start even before you open using those marketing tools, creating that buzz that you're going to be open, you know, in X amount of time and people will see that that are around like your location. So I definitely think if you are an uh, FEC that isn't open yet and has some time to open up, I would go for the marketing automations tool, the, the social media automation tool, because you don't need anything else. You don't, you don't even need to be open to use that. So I would say, anything that you would use, you would use that first, um, just to create that buzz, just to play around with it. Um, yeah, for sure. That's what I would That's say. a really good point. Absolutely. We, and we always recommend, you know, you want to maybe prep for like a soft opening and then a grand opening. So having those tools ready to go, having your yeah. branding ready to go is really important. So yeah, for cool. sure. Awesome. Well, this was an awesome interview, Araceli. Thank you. Um, I have one last question for you, and we'll make it kind of fun. So the question is, what's your goal for this upcoming year? We're about to be in 2023. So yeah. tell us one personal goal and one career goal. Okay, yeah, for sure. I would say, let's start with personal. I would say one personal goal for this upcoming year is to travel more. And just because, you know, with like COVID and everything, traveling hasn't been as you know easily accessible or flights have been more expensive whatever the case may be but I do want to travel more and just get out there more just because I've kind of been cooped up with COVID Um, and then I guess my career goal for upcoming year 2023 just as my role being here as the social media assistant I definitely want to start um, pushing out TikToks because we do have our TikTok account it's at Party Center Software but we aren't active on it yet so hopefully the new coming year will become more active on TikTok. So I would say stay tuned for that content. And for now, just keep up with us on Instagram, which is at Party Center Software for the, those reels that I'm posting, putting a lot of good work in there. So yeah, that those are my two goals, personal and career wise. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for making the time today. This was awesome. And I'm sure our audience learned a lot from you. So I hope that everything that you learned from Araceli today was helpful. If you have any feedback or have any topics that you'd like us to discuss, please be sure to uh, email marketing at partycentersoftware.com. Okay, so that's the place to go if you want us to discuss anything in particular. This podcast is a weekly podcast, so you can expect new episodes every Thursday. Party Center Speaks is powered by Party Center Software, of course. And if you don't know who we are, we are a facility management tool that helps family entertainment centers and event venues book more parties and manage their facilities. 
We also now offer marketing services, as we talked about, such as custom website design and marketing automations to help you expand your reach and grow traffic. If you'd like to know more about us, head over to PartyCenterSoftware.com and please be sure to give us a follow and check out Aricelli's really cool reels on Instagram, Facebook. We're also on Pinterest, LinkedIn, and our tag on there is at PartyCenterSoftware. Uh, but on Twitter, we are at PartyCenterSoft. So check us out in all those platforms. Until next time, thanks for this. Thanks, guys.